You're listening to the Good News Project podcast with Matt Jackson. You can send Matt feedback, topic suggestions, and prayer requests at goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com. Here's your host, Matt Jackson. Welcome to the Good News Project podcast. My name is Matt Jackson. We are quickly entering the holiday season. As we speak, I have a half day of school remaining before Thanksgiving break. One of the fortunate parts of being a soccer coach and a high school soccer coach is, for whatever reason, the Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention always occurs the week before Thanksgiving break. And so we always get an excused absence um, for a day and a half right before Thanksgiving break. So I don't have to take any of my days that I get um, to, you know, my paid days off. I get an excused day off. It's like a, it's a break before my busy season. Because once we get back from Thanksgiving break, I start my coaching season and I'm going to be ultra busy. I'm going to be super, super uh, busy. Um, so looking forward to going to the uh, coaches convention um, and seeing my colleagues and learning new things from my craft. But I digress from from that talk, point being that next week is Thanksgiving and and there are always things to be thankful for. Um, but something that I want to key in on this year that if you're a parent, you know, is something that um, I imagine you can either relate to or perhaps you struggle with. And, and that is how to create an authentic, intentional relationship with your children. And I can be honest and say that when I was growing up in, in, in my family with my parents, you know, I, I I loved my parents and I know that my parents, um, loved me and loved me, but, um, I don't know that we necessarily went out of, went out of our way to talk to each other, um, on a, I don't know, on a, on a real level and certainly not on a, on a level of, kind of checking in on how each other was doing and I can take as much responsibility for that as 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 maybe um, my, my parents might but I'm, I'm not really sure why that was um, it just that wasn't how we um, that wasn't how we showed affection and care for each other in in our family it wasn't in like intentional conversations and so I'm certainly cognizant of that with my own kids um, because, you know, I, I want them to not just know me as their dad, but I, I, I want them to, um, I want them to feel and see, uh, the, the relationship that I have, um, you know, with, with my God, with my Lord and savior and to know what that's about and why that's meaningful to me and, and why hopefully at some point they will reach their decision on their own. Um, to accept to to accept Christ as their savior, and so you, I'm always looking for ways that I can spend quality time with with my son, and often 
I guess the easiest ways to do that is to is to pick out things that I already like and 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 just hope that my son my sons are going to like them and that they'll play along with it and and that we can get some quality time together and to some extent that's what um playing and coaching soccer has been you know both of my sons are playing soccer now Uh, my youngest son Caleb just kind of getting started not really sure he's into it and then my older son Luke has played as well and I feel like he I think he likes soccer but he doesn't love soccer I don't think he's certainly driven to be great at soccer and I and I think that he plays the game because he um you know he he thinks that it will um, give him some type of favor or approval in my eyes, which I, you know I've always told him if you don't want to play, don't play. Um, but he he plays for me. I mean, I, I I know that he's doing it because he knows that I like the game and I like to coach, and and I'm sure that he likes to. You know, I, I I'm sure he likes to to um, play for me and practice with me and and. I'm sure that it's rewarding for him when I say positive things about him and and the way that he's, um, he's playing the game. Um, but that's still something that feels maybe just a little bit forced. And we also play video games every now and then. That's something that I enjoyed when I was younger and, and he seems to enjoy now. Um, and so, you know, that's something else that, that we certainly, um, that we share in common, but something that's come about recently that, you know, kind of is, has, has been a breakthrough on a number of levels. And I, I never would have guessed in a million years that this would have happened is, um, you know, my son is when it comes to sports, he's, he's certainly not the fanatical crazy nut that I was at his age that wanted to consume every single solitary nugget of sports that you possibly could. I mean, when I was Luke's age, when I was nine years old, I was listening to KTRH sports beat every night with, uh, with Rich Lord and Charlie Palillo, who ironically enough, when I grew up, I ended up working with Rich and I, you know, co-hosted the afternoon drive time show for, for quite some time and also did, Texans post-game shows and pre-game shows together. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, my son doesn't follow sports that closely, and he certainly is not, uh, you know, he's. I, I don't think he's committed to making sports um, a part of his life. He's much more interested in, in a lot of other things, um, you know, movies and creativity and, and science and um a variety of different activities. So uh, it, it was really interesting when, um, you know, I told um, I told my wife that I had bought season tickets for U of H basketball, that Luke was really interested in going to the games. And I had taken him to some games before, um, but his attention span for the games wasn't necessarily that great. I didn't know if... Um, how much he was enjoying themselves, and 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 honestly, um, I probably spent as much time um, paying attention to the game as I did um, as I did Luke. 
uh, before, for whatever reason, this time around when uh, U of H's season, basketball season has rolled around, you know, Luke was adamant, hey, dad, we're going to the game, right? And yeah, and I was like, yeah, man, sure, definitely. Um, let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. Well, so when I took uh, when I took Luke to this uh, first U of H basketball game of the season when they were playing Hofstra about a week and a half ago, um, you know, didn't treat it like anything else um, that any other trip that we hadn't been to before. We went to Pink's Pizza, which we always do. We we got a couple slices of pizza and we had a nice conversation about, you know, kind of what was going on, um, what was going on in school with them. And we talked about movies that were about to come out and, you know, what, what he wanted to do for, for Christmas and <clears throat> it just, it just a lot of things to just kind of catch up on what, you know, what's going on, um, in his life. And then the game started and, you know, I, I think most people that know me know that that um, I'm a I'm a diehard U of H fan. I have been for a very long time, and I, I never would have even thought to force my fandom onto any of my family, like a lot of you know, like a lot of moms and dads are prone to do. I mean, there are plenty of legacy Longhorn Aggie LSU fans, etc who, who, who indoctrinate their children for, for right or for wrong. Um, and you know, their kids end up following them to their alma mater. Um, but this time around to see the joy in my son during the game, not just the basketball, but all the different activities and the mascots and the different cheers and the band playing. Um, I have never seen his eyes light up in a way I've never seen him cheer and scream, so loud for anything before. Um, I, I don't know where that, where that passion came from, but it just, I mean, I was gushing on the inside. I could tell how good a time he was having at the game. And, you know, and we, and, and our, our hands were getting calluses and blisters for the number of time that we were high-fiving after every bucket. He was screaming and I was so excited for him and and because of of you know the 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 experience that was going on and you know we've now been to three games this year and man it is just the it's the it's the best part of my week um and even last night you know my uh, after the the third game of the season U of H beat Virginia you know, he wanted to know, hey, when's the next game? When are we going to the next game? When's the next game? And uh, man, and, I, and I, he's like, are they ever on the road? He, he's like, you know, he wanted to know when, when are when are we going to get to another game? And I kind of told him they don't have another game until Tuesday after Thanksgiving. And you know, he was kind of disappointed by about that. But uh, I'm just, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful that you know, kind of this unique parent child relationship that you can, that you can relate to over something to at least give the opportunities to, you know, talk about other things that are more important than a basketball game, but to have that shared experience where there's just authentic joy that you're sharing with another person that would then give you the platform and the trust to talk about things that, 
you know, that are life altering and, and life changing. And I know there's going to come a time where, I, where my influence over my son is, is limited if at all. Um, and, and it's scary to think that you could lose that influence on a child because you worry so much about them. But I know that it's coming. And so it, it almost feels like there's a full court press uh, to, um, you know, to, to engage with him and to let him know, you know, uh, about all the right things and the wrong things to do in, in life. And, you know, about the fact that, you know, unfortunately there, there sometimes there are bad, some bad people out there and sometimes people aren't going to like you. And that even when people say things that, that are mean to you, you have to, you have to turn, turn the other cheek. Um, and, and you don't, you don't, uh, retaliate. Um, and you know, that you're going to, you're going to find an opportunity. You're going to find where you fit in. You'll find people that want to be friendly, uh, with you. Um, because you, you want, you want to make sure that, um, that your, your kids are prepared for, for the days that are not going to go well, uh, too. not just, you know, the great, the great days out there, they've got to be prepared for, uh, for everything. Um, and so I, I'm hoping that this opportunity and this activity, as we continue to go out through the, out the season, I really want to use, um, my audience of one, um, while I have his attention, cause I, I know I'm going to have his attention for at least, you know, 14 more basketball games this year. I really am, am, am making it a point um, to, you know, try to talk more, um, from a spiritual standpoint and, um, just talk about, you know, what, about my son's walk and, and, and how, you know, what he learns about in church and Sunday school and, um, you know, how the things that he learns, how he applies them, uh, during the week. And a couple scriptures that, you know, kind of relate to this, um, Third John one four says, "I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth." And I, I just think that, I mean, I think that's the key right there. Um, I, I, I can't, I don't want to leave the earth without knowing that my son knows his father, and I don't mean me. And I can, I can impress it, I can impress it upon um, him. Um, but I, I, you know, I don't know at the age of nine that'll mean as much, but certainly right around the corner, you know, there's going to come a time where he, you know, he's going to have to make his own decision. And I just want to give him the foundation to know, uh, the impact that, you know, the Lord has had in my life and all of these incredible gifts that my son has been given and who he has to thank for them. And, who to turn to besides your mom and dad when you really need are in a jam that you, that you turn to the father and to know that your children realize that it's just so very important. And, 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 and so that's key, you know, you want them to walk in the truth. And, and secondly, it's not just, you know, knowing the truth of who God is, is one thing. And then secondly, uh, from the book of Deuteronomy, 
It says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord of God is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. You know, take the opportunity, look for a way to engage with your children. You've got a long holiday week coming up. You know, you're going to have family in your house. There's really no excuse to not take precious advantage of the extra time you have right now and find time for your kids. Find a way, find an activity that you know that gives you the end, that gives you the end to have these important conversations. Yeah, I, I never would imagine that, um, you know, that, that, that Cougar basketball, U of H athletics, that that would have been my avenue for, um, with, for authentic interaction, but there's no doubt about it. And, you know, I have, I have friends, my friend Russ, his son Keegan, who, um, you know, are, are real close friends of mine. And I've been awfully jealous of them over the years because Keegan was going to UH football games from the time he was three or four. Um, and, uh, you know, I've seen him grow up and now he's going, he's a student at the university of Houston. Um, I've always been jealous of, of, uh, Russ getting to share kind of the, uh, UH fandom with his son. And I know that that helped create kind of the, uh, authentic relationship that he has with him. Um, and so if, you know, I, I hope this is just the the start of a long, not only just a long father son relationship and fandom with for a U of H, but uh, really the start of of kicking off a a real conversation um, about God, about Jesus Christ, about spirituality, and about the meaningful walk um, that our father desires for each one of our children. So my challenge you to this week, um, so many things to be thankful for, but maybe let's be most thankful that when you least expect it, where you least expect it, that be thankful. There's a God that has given you the opportunity and is challenging you to fulfill your role as a parent, to teach your children, to teach them about, our Father in Heaven. Take that opportunity today. Take that opportunity this week to authenticate your relationship and dig in deeper, even if it's a small step. Set some common ground. Find some common ground and begin those real meaningful uh, discussions um, while you still can have the, the ultimate influence that we do have as parents on younger children. That's all I got for this week. As always, if you have anything you'd like to discuss or anything I can be praying about, you can always email me goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter at MJ4Sports. Until next time, Matt Jackson saying so long and thank you for listening to the Good News Project podcast. Tell me something.
You've been listening to the Good News Project podcast with Matt Jackson. To reach out to Matt with feedback, topic suggestions, and prayer requests, email goodnewsprojectfeedback at gmail.com. Tell me that you like it.